We are on a set, and the set makes us all actors. Charles Bowden. Prologue. I'm sick, said Martin. He sat hunched in a folding chair before the bonfire. It was St. Hans's night, midsummer, and the sun hung small and orange over the northern horizon, like a sullen child not quite willing to leave the room. Across the fjord, a line of tiny fires flickered between the water and the hills. I'm sorry to hear that, I said. Martin pushed himself up and came to stand before me. Did they tell you, he said. I bet they didn't tell you. Didn't want to scare you away, a nice Pia like yourself. You don't even know what it's like. I'm going to die soon. If God has a heart, I'm going to die soon. I was looking at the fire behind him, I realized, and made myself look up at his face. He was maybe 60. His body seemed full of bones. I can't even fuck a woman. Martin said, I'm going to die soon, and I can't even fuck a woman. Yeah, just drink your cider. Drink it while you can. You don't know what it's like to be in pain. As if on cue, he stiffened and moaned, biting his lip hard. Then he caught his breath. I could have fucked you, he said quietly. Once in my life, I sure could have fucked you. He seemed to expect a response, so I tried to think of one. Fear seemed appropriate, a show of being intimidated. The proper gift for a dying man. Could he have fucked me? It made me tired to consider. I thought of another man the day before who had wrapped his arms around me from behind. Treasure, he'd whispered. You're north of the moral circle now. Let me show you, said Martin. With white hands, he fumbled the button of his canvas pants. Behind him, sparks rose toward the blue sky. You don't need to show me, I said. I believe you. No, you don't, said Martin. Look. He pulled down his waistband to reveal two curving white hip bones and a colostomy bag half full. He prodded the bag with his fingers so that it sloshed. Across the fire, Martin's son and daughter-in-law were kissing, their legs entangled, Arling in black leather with a stiff mustache, Barrett dressed from head to toe in a pink leather motorcycle suit. I'd heard rumors about her, that she was Sami royalty, the daughter of the man who owned more reindeer than anyone else in Sopmi, what used to be called Lapland. Their two toddlers rolled in the sand. Another man, Runa, was down by the water with an armful of sticks, half bent over, his free arm extended toward a piece of driftwood. It was Runa who'd invited me to the bonfire. A party, he'd promised. A good time. Now he stood frozen, watching Martin. He seemed to have forgotten what he was reaching for. Martin tugged his pants lower, revealing pale, hairless genitals. You see what I have to live with? All right, said Bada, looking up from her husband. She's seen it. Martin zipped his pants. I just want her to understand. You like the cider? Runa had come back over and stood beside me. There's five more. I got them just for you. The others drink beer, but I thought maybe you don't like beer. Maybe we can start the salmon now. You like salmon, true? He was talking more than usual, 
and slurring. He kept glancing at me and then glancing away. Who is she? said Bedet. How did you find her? It was a fair question, and the hard answer, the real answer, stretched back 15 years and 4,000 miles, through blizzards and open tundra, smothering ice caves and the pulsing northern lights, many nights alone and some, unmercifully, not. I was a 24-year-old girl from California camped in a tiny village in the Norwegian Arctic. I had lived here once before, and it had helped me restore some lost courage. Now I'd come back, years later, and I needed that courage more than ever. I just didn't know how to get it. The truth was that Runa had found me because I was hoping that somebody, anybody, would. The simpler answer was that Runa had found me at the local shop, and I'd found the shop because of a wool sweater six years earlier. At the time, I was a student at a local folk school, 18 years old and learning to dog sled. I had come to the Arctic for adventure, but I also carried with me a circular logic. If I could be safe in this land, maybe I could be safe in my own body. If I could protect my body, maybe I could live in this land. 